Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. It's Rob Riles again um, bringing you uh, another edition and welcoming you to the uh, Leader Manager Coach podcast. Today I want to just mention what's coming up in the podcast next week and e evolve a subject, if I can use that phrase, from the inspiration that I personally received from interviewing uh, a guy called Steve Rutter and what that has facilitated in terms of a little bit more research and joining a few dots together and bringing things to a, an increasing level of clarity, if I can use that. And I hope this is going to help. How many of you have ever heard something that resonates with you and how many of you have heard something that doesn't resonate with you and then when you hear something that does resonate with you you recognize that possibly or probably even do you actually at a deep level you feel that you know it or you've heard it before or it just makes sense um there are people who actually believe that actually uh, due to the genetic code and 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 the the passing on of of information through the genetic code that actually we know everything that that our grandparents and great grandparents and great 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 grandparents and parents have, have passed on to us and it's often in there at a at a deep level now whether that's true or not it's not for me to comment but um that's kind of what it feels like sometimes when you hear something you recognize something you see something that really resonates with you. It's like as if you you kind of know it at a deeper level. Well, last week, I was fortunate enough to interview on the Leader Manager Coach podcast, uh, a real good friend of mine, and an absolutely top class, top class coach educator and coach, and a real, real top guy. A guy called Steve Rutter, who I've been fortunate enough to work with, fortunate enough to know, who sat with me for an hour and a half and went through his own story and his own philosophy and there's so much stuff so much great stuff in there that it stimulated me to go away and really think about some of the things that he said and the reason for me doing this podcast today is because I just want to expand on a few things that Steve said I also want to say that we were forced by circumstance to do the interview in a motorway services and there's an awful lot of background noise it doesn't detract from what Steve says but you have to filter out the noise. So apologies, the quality is not great in terms of the sound, but the information is absolutely top draw. So if there's a test to see if you can stick with it, I think that's going to be it. So apologies for the sound quality, but the information is gold. Okay, and the thing that, that facilitated my thought process is so much this week from this conversation with Steve, and some of you may recognize that. How many times do you actually go and have a conversation with somebody? And you don't know where it's going to lead. You just don't know where the conversation is going to lead. And, and it ends up being possibly even a life-changing conversation. 
which is why people are often talking about it's who you associate with, who your network is, and the people that you are that you associate with will be the biggest influence on your life and your career. Steve said to me last week that the two people who influenced him the most and who, in his opinion, were absolutely fantastic, fantastic coaches and influencers of people were a guy called Brian Hall and a guy called Dick Bate. Now, I personally know Dick, who um, we're very sorry to have lost in in this last year. Um, I didn't know Brian. But the, the thing that Steve said about both of these people and why he allowed them or why he felt that it was them that, that were able to influence him is because above all else, they were both really good people. He didn't say that they were brilliant technically. They were fantastic in their subject-specific knowledge. He said, above all else, the reason that he believed them, the reason that he followed them, and the reason that they were able to influence him was because they were good people. Now, if there isn't a lesson in that, then I'm, I'm not sure where there is one. So, yes, above and beyond that, these people were, as Steve says, were dedicated to their craft. They put years and years and years and years into their craft. You wouldn't say that either of these people, and that's what attracts me to them as well, and maybe you'll see this, that neither of these people are actually what you would call household names. If you want to talk about household names in coaching, talk about John Wooden. Talk about Pep Guardiola, you know, talk about um, Jose Mourinho if you just want to talk about football. But if you go out in the wide world and ask 100 sports fans, do you know who Dick Bate is? One or two of them will probably say yes. Do you know who Brian Hall is? One or two of them or even less would say yes. But as Steve rightly says, with in his niche, in his arena, Brian Hall has done the equivalent in non-league football of, you know, winning the, winning the Premier League, Leicester City winning the Premier League, or, you know, the equivalent of winning the Champions League with the resources that he had available. Dick Bate has left a legacy and influenced so many people at, and this is the, the crucial thing for me, at a deep, substantial, life-changing, career-changing ongoing level that it's hard to quantify but neither neither of them are household names and does that really matter maybe it doesn't for those of us who um, look at things that way now the four things that Steve really mentioned that I did want to expand upon because I think they're so important if it comes from a guy like Steve Rutter who let me tell you he won't say this but I will he's highly intelligent um, uh, and, and ticks all these boxes that he's talked about so well for me. And no wonder he thinks of them as his top four absolutely fundamental characteristics or facets of somebody who's successful as a coach. And number, the number one he talked about was emotional intelligence. Now, I don't know whether, whether any of you have read Daniel Goleman's book on emotional intelligence. It's a long time since I've picked it up. I don't even know if I actually finished it. It was hard going, but it's an absolute classic. And just as a summary, Daniel Goleman, who wrote the book on emotional intelligence, talks about emotional intelligence as having kind of four facets. The first one is self-awareness. So that's the, the Shakespearean know thyself 
above all else to thine own self be true. Know yourself, because if you don't know yourself, you don't know what your strengths are, you don't know what your weaknesses are, you don't know what your desires are, you don't know where you fit in, what you like, what you don't like, what you're great at, what you need to improve on, what you know, what relationships you you prefer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's really challenging to evolve in other areas of your life. So number one, he talks about knowing yourself, and it takes time to do that. Number two, moving on from that, he talks about self-management. So if you know yourself, you're able to manage yourself, if, if we can use that term, in different arenas of life. You know, can you manage the positive emotions in your life? Can you manage the negative emotions in your life? Can you manage the situations that appear in life? Because if you can't, or you don't do them well, or dependence upon how well you do them, that will influence which way your life ticks. Number three, he talks about empathy. Um, and empathy uh, as a key character facet, as a key skill in being able to negotiate your way through life. You know, we don't live in a one-person universe. Sometimes we think that, and sometimes it takes us an awful long time to get out of that thought process where, you know, we all consider that, or should think that it should do, that the universe or the world revolves around us or me. Um, and, and that empathy is that skill set that allows us to get out of our own head, get into the mind of another person or a group of other people and see things from another perspective, which is a highly successful skill. And number four, leading on from empathy, which is almost an extension of it, really. Daniel talks about your ability to relate. So your ability to relate to circumstance and your ability to relate to other people. So that's what Daniel Goleman, in summary, talks about or considers to be the facets of emotional intelligence. Please don't think that um, I'm summarizing this and, and that's it. Um, I'm just giving you a real brief skeleton of what emotional intelligence is. And Steve thinks that that is absolutely number one to being a successful coach or an influencer. Number two, Steve talks about specific knowledge. And I have to say that one of the things that, that attracted me to Steve probably was because he was a great guy. I mean, he's a guy who, who gave me tons and tons of time and shared his knowledge unselfishly, probably didn't know he was doing it and helped me out in, in, in so many ways. But his specific knowledge on the pitch, off the pitch, about his subject of the, the tactical, specifically for me, the tactical detail of coaching a football team to create an outcome was almost second to none. He knew what, he knew, he seemed to know why, he knew options, he knew detail and it, it was, to me, was something to aspire to, the amount of knowledge that Steve had and around his subject. Now, other people may argue that sometimes things need to be made simpler and, and you know, all I can say is that I related to his subject-specific knowledge. You know, if you want to look at whether this is an important thing or not, how many times have you been to somebody, whether it's about your car or it's about a, your job or it's about something you're interested in and you can meet two people? And you can go in and you can meet somebody who on the surface looks good, feels good, but actually can't give you the answers you want. And then have you ever experienced where you go and see somebody else to search for an answer and they come up with the answer in about a nanosecond and have this calm, collected look in their eye that tells you 
that they've got a reservoir of knowledge that underlies and is a foundation to what they've just said to you or, or explained to you that has been attained probably over years of experience. And that is what subject-specific knowledge is to me. It's deep and it's wide and it, it, it's obvious when you when you speak to somebody or listen to somebody, whether they have that or not. And it takes years to develop, you know. I don't think, and I'm sure many people will agree, that it, it, it's not something that you can just get in five minutes, which is what often the world, what our human chimp brains demand of us. And if we want to look at a great literature classic, uh, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, which has sold millions and millions and millions of copies, is probably high up there with the, the being the number one. If not the number one, it's up there with the top few of, of self-help books that have changed the world or changed people's financial situations. One of the things that Hill talks about after studying all the, the, the most wealthy people in the world was, was, was he, I think he called it specialised knowledge. And that, that's what Steve's saying. So number two is specific knowledge. So what's your specific knowledge detail? And are you able to build on that and develop that you know, day in, day out, week in, week out, without trying to make quantum leaps in it all of a, all of a sudden. Because these things, you know, some people argue that quantum leaps are, you know, something that um, will just frustrate you if you look for those all the time. The third thing that Steve talks about, and I think this relates to his Brian Hall experience, is the organisational and logistical skill set. He talks about Brian Hall in non-league doing the equivalent of Leicester City winning the Premier League. And... He said with the resources that he had available, he was an absolute genius. And how many people do you know in your work life, your coaching life, your, you know, your, your, the, the other aspects of your life that do amazing things with limited resources? Because we can all be guilty of thinking, well, I need this, I need that, I need the other. How can you get on and do what you want to do with the resources that you have available and do it now and get on with it? And how many times do we often find that if we do that, the the other things that we wish for, we desire come into play? And um, often it's something that um, we find we can do without without all the, you know, the the great financial backing or, or the gold taps or, or, or this, you know, that, that we want and we think we need. So that's number three, the organizational and logistical skills. And some of you out there will be really good at that. Some of you will be amazing organizers and will have great logistical brains where your subject specific knowledge may not, may not be quite as good, but that doesn't mean you're any less of a, an influencer. It's all about that developing teams and where can you add your value. And number four, Steve talks about, which is something that is very high on on the agenda really of, of of influencing people and being a great coach is the the uh, educational and and communication skills pedagogy it's called um, the ability to communicate your ideas the ability to influence people the ability to just get on the side of people to, to help them to understand subjects, to educate them, to pass on your knowledge, your skill set, and help them to grow and learn. And it's all about the education. And some of us are absolutely fantastic in our, in our subject-specific knowledge. And how many of you have met somebody who has got this ability to do something, but actually their ability to transfer that to others is not so great. That's something that I've certainly experienced. I've worked under some absolutely 
real quality coaches who can look at a situation in a nanosecond, can see the picture, can analyze it and can provide the answer then and there. And you think, wow, I would like to evolve to that level where I can see that picture, I can answer it, I can correct it and and move on in that 30 second period. However, their ability, those people's ability to actually teach you to do that may not be as great as their own ability to do it. So the pedagogical skills that Steve talks about, the educational skills are absolutely vital if you're going to be an influencer. So Steve's top four, which I absolutely felt inspired to talk about are emotional intelligence, knowing yourself and getting to know what you're great at, what you're not great at and managing yourself. Number two, specific knowledge. So continue to learn, continue to grow, to continue to ask, make mistakes, correct, move on and and develop that reservoir of of underlying foundation. Number three, three, developing those organizational logistical skills and using what things you have around you to to move on and, and being resourceful, I think is a great word for that. And number four, developing those pedagogical skills so that you can educate, you can influence, and and you can facilitate those positive changes in other people. And as Steve, Steve alludes to, you know, if you can develop all those four things, I think you would be an influencer of some, you know, of some power and, um, all this is going to be explained when I want to speak to Steve and he, he, he explains it so well. And as I said, I do apologize for the quality of the, of, of the recording. Um, but that's, that's what I wanted to talk about this week. Just share with you those four things um, try and get a chance to listen to the um, Steve Rutter podcast coming up next week and share it with other people. If you want to find out more, it's robryles.co.uk. Have a look at the website. Um, if you want to get in touch, I'm on LinkedIn. Love to hear from you. And um Look forward to catching up with you later. As always, appreciate your time. Catch you again. Bye-bye.